Hello, this is Adam Began, and I'm the host of Historically Haunted Show, where I talk about some very rare historical and haunted locations that I visited. I also interview some of the very best in the paranormal and cryptozoology field. So tune in every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Paranormal King Radio Network and prepare to be educated about the unknown. Hey, historians, welcome back to another great episode, actually episode two of season two, double twos, double deuces. Um, that sounds weird. <laughs> but welcome back to Historically Haunted Show right here on Paranormal King Radio Network, the one and only. We are live right now across the world. Chime in and chat. If you're in chat, you know the links are up there in chat. Get in the chat room. Let us know where you're from. Bring the questions. We have someone. This is actually my first repeat guest. Um, I had Joe Frank last week, Joe Frankie from the War Legacy, but um, this is my first repeat guest effort, so that's kind of a big deal for me. Um, he's been on both my shows. I'm going to be on his show. We're going to talk about that soon. Um, he's someone I think a lot of you know anyway. He's been all over the place. He's got his own YouTube channel. He's the founder of the Newport, Para uh, the Newport Paranormal Society based out of New Hampshire. Um, he runs his own paranormal, uh, just everything, everything, everything. He's, in, he's in the, uh, basically an author. Yeah, his book's almost pretty much done now. So let's just dive right into it, bring him right on. Nathaniel, Nate, Elwell, what is up, my long-lost brother? How are you? Man, you know what? I'm doing quite well, Adam, and I appreciate you having me on. And honestly, it's an honor to be the first repeat guest. I uh, wasn't expecting that. Yeah, man, you're my you're my second, or you're my first second. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. You're my, you know what I mean? You're it does. First, I couldn't think of someone more special to me because we talk so much off Facebook, or not so much off Facebook, but off radio shows like we talk to each other a lot on on just we do. in general we, we, on, on, you know we keep in contact on a pretty regular basis so i mean it, we have a good chemistry it works well i think so i love how you stand on support i love how you pretty much support everyone and half the people you support don't support your back and maybe they do but no one's as like you're, you're you share you talk you promote i mean even the show i don't get people as guests that come on that are so happy to be on like you are and it's not so much you know, happy like but you're just excited because you're definitely passionate brother you know that you're not new to oh, this yeah. oh yeah and it's like what we were talking about earlier you know i mean whether or not people promote me it, it means not to me i'm i'm i was i enjoy promoting people that are passionate about the field it, it it doesn't matter if you know people promote me or not i'll gladly promote anyone who i feel is genuine and i feel like deserves the promotion yeah, and just who you get behind. You're not gonna. You're one of those people. You're not gonna eat a cereal and smile and go, "Ooh, it's good," just to make a buck. You're not phony. You believe in what oh, you no, believe in. Oh no, I've had some nasty ass cereal. <laughs> and let's put it this way: you know how to cook. That's one thing, Heather. I think 
I mean, Heather loves your ghost stuff, but she definitely respects your cooking, your barbecues, which, um, yeah, we will, um, um we will definitely yeah. have you and Heather up here to the house, man. I will, uh, I'll fire up the smoker. And as soon as I get the uh, motherboard replaced, uh, I found out last week, I went and bought a brisket and the motherboard died in my smoker. Oh no. So I'm going to get that replaced. And, uh, as soon as that's replaced, man, we'll make a date next summer. You come up, you bring Heather. And uh, we'll we'll smoke some brisket, man. We'll smoke some ribs. Y'all come up here. You can eat. I'll take you down to the old abandoned mill down the road. Let you check that place out. Oh, yo, you know that. Are we smoking something? I'll be bringing the green uh, vegetables, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and then if you can get away, or even if you bring a kid or two, man, you can crash at my place by Bangor. We can go check out Stephen King sites, Bring out check out some Mount Katahdin's. We're Bigfoot. So, you know, we've got dates. We're supposed to camp out and go check out Bigfoot at your friend's house and, of course, the jail. Well, well, and, and... well, so my uncle is still open to us doing that, by the way. I wouldn't recommend it during the winter, but he is still completely open. He, As a matter of fact, he had a sighting a few weeks ago where Shut he up. saw it. Yo, no, no. He, um, the little man. Buddy, remember we had this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> We're on air now. It's different. <laughs> no? Shout okay. out to so Nathaniel's kid there. in chat, Danny, D-A-N-I. Um, she's, she's big on, on S. Hi to her in chat as well. That's his, uh, that's his uh, daughter. Yeah, so, his oldest, so, but it's his little boy talking now. So the basis of it was, was um, you know, we, we, we started off talking when I sent you the picture of the footprint cast. And I told you, yes. you know, that maybe I can go out there and we can kind of camp out or whatever. Cause I just recently bought a tent and uh, maybe we can go and camp out or whatever. So things kind of went quiet for a bit. And then he sent me a message and said, hey, uh, just want to let you know, I saw the thing. And I was like, what do you mean you saw it? He said, I didn't have my phone on me. I couldn't take a picture. He's like, but I saw something that was about seven and a half feet tall and it was hairy. And I was maybe 50 yards from it. What? Imagine Bigfoot. If <laughs> my, and my son just said you might be Bigfoot. That's Nathan's kid right there. I'll tell you that. Um, Good call, buddy. Good honestly, call. Dude, for something like that, we may not want to go out there without some sort of weapons. Not that I want to kill something, but at the same time, if it is a Bigfoot, what the fuck are we going to do? Just snatch selfies with it and eat a Slim Jim? Like I, I kind of, so, so for me, uh, I don't think snapping into a Slim Jim or any kind of Jack Link's beef jerky is going to help. Um, <laughs> but I do, I do believe that, you know, a weapon might not be necessary. Maybe some bear spray. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. And it's not that I'm scared. I mean, I know what I'm going against. I would love to. I just don't want to get ripped out of my fucking tent. But if, if I'm out there all night with you, I got a feeling I'm not sleeping. I'm pulling in all nighter. Heather put in chat oh, absolutely. that it's not bad enough. I'll, honestly, I got a tent and a, and a sleeping bag that's good for negative 20. I'll camp out there next weekend. If I want to make plans, I'll go, to, I'll go next See, week. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I have the tent, but I have no sleeping bag. <laughs> no shit. Well, that's all right. Well, Santa, Santa's coming. Well, I'm sure for next year we'll be all set. I mean, the girlfriend doesn't camp. Like, I bought the tent, and she's like, yeah, I'm not going out and sleeping in that thing. There's bugs. If you get an RV, I said, that's not camping. Oh, we get someone in chat that says, smoke weed with a Bigfoot. <laughs> of course, my I know, daughter. I don't know if they can see chat, but it's uh, someone posing as Nathan's kid, Danny, said that. Danny, I got to admit, I know you're, she's 18 or 17. Oh, dude, you have to ask me her age. I don't freaking know. She was born. Okay, well, she knows I smoke weed now, which <laughs> no, is fine. I got a mentor. She's, she's, she's 15 or kinda... 16. Oh, that's good enough. I knew my parents smoked weed when I was 12, so that's good enough. So, yeah, basically, yeah, I, uh... fucking, yeah. 
I always I always forget how old she is to be honest because once you get my age you forget things. So like Amen. I I'm 15 or 16 she she's she she's old enough. But uh I wouldn't let her smoke weed with a big foot. But <laughs> I mean, No, not yet. No. I don't even smoke that's weed, not, but you know what? I might sit down and hit the peace pipe with a big foot. That might be pretty interesting. That's see, and that's what I love about you. Um, and all jokes aside here, because you do have a great sense of humor, you are very serious when it comes to this work, and you very much open-minded. You're skeptic to an extent, but you're very much do. Let's be honest, you do believe in UFOs and Bigfoot and all that stuff, right? I mean, that's why you're in this. Oh, absolutely. You don't jump absolutely. at everything you um, see, but. You know, and until recently, I was a researcher for Chasing Legends, which me and you had discussed. You know, uh, we we parted ways, uh, unfortunately. Yep. It, it was On a mutual terms, split. Though. It was a mutual split. There was no hard feelings. It's just, you know, uh, the owner of the team just had a baby about eight months ago, and things have been slow, and I haven't been able to do any research for them because they haven't been doing much of anything. I mean, I mean, there's no ill will towards the guy. I love the guy to death. He's a great dude. And I, I even offered my services and I told him, you know, I don't have to be a researcher for your team. If you have any questions or you need an extra hand, just reach out. I'll, I'll help you. I have no problem with that. I like that. Sorry, I just took a big hit of a joint. Um, I like that because, you know, what's funny about that and nothing to them. But you're like me. You're a, you're a moving train, dude. And I don't want to say teams hold people back. But that's why I don't I don't hold myself to a team or promise myself to anyone because I'm not standing still. And with you, you know, you do your own thing. And if you want to help them, like you say, it's not bad terms. You don't mind working with them at the same time. man. you're doing your own thing. You get your YouTube channel, which we're going to dive into in a minute. Um, right. Well, well, he, he when, when he originally sent me the message, uh, it, it was shortly after you posted the the uh, the, the link for the, the radio show. And he was like, hey, uh, could I'm not trying to be a dick, but could you please remove it from your bio, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, dude, no problem. If, if you had an issue with me being on your bio, I mean, I'm fine with that. I, I just haven't updated my bio in like a year. And you think and it'd be so, free I mean, promotion for them anyway. It'd be a good thing. I'm promoting them. Right, I mean, right, right. Well, once we, got I get that. once we got everything situated, you know, it, it went pretty smoothly. Like, he thought he was being a, a dick, I and mean, he wasn't. It's just, you know, it, it's his game. It's his thing. of his team. And so if he doesn't, per se, need my help right now, remove me from the team. It, it's business. It's nothing personal. <clears throat> oh, no, and I get that. But, it's like, at the same time, dude, no offense, I never even heard of those fucking guys until I knew you worked for them. When you told me that was on your thing, I checked them out, and I still don't even follow them because that just doesn't interest me. I, I follow you and what you do, but nothing to them. I just don't know them personally, and I know there's a lot of people that go around with haunted museums and things, and they're right, the sons right. or daughters of ghost hunters on TV, and it just does nothing for me. You know me, yeah, dude. Like, I'm old school, I'm, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and I like that about you. That, that I think that's why we get along so well. I think, for me, like the only person who is a son or daughter of a ghost hunter that I follow closely is uh, Hans Halter's daughter, uh, Alexandria. Yes, yes, she's really, yes. She's really humble. She wasn't even in that fucking show. She gave it all the Pittman and all them. She stood back. No, she's yeah. great. She is actually, besides um, Dave Schrader, the only autograph I'm lacking from that show. No shit. I have yeah. the little, I, I have a little um, the Halzer Files cards, and I've got one from... Uh, God, Cindy Kaza, and I've got one oh, from Cindy. Shane, Shane Pittman. But, yes, uh, Cindy. I have not, 
I've not yet gotten one from Dave and Cindy was really easy. Like I, my, my daughter actually has an autograph from her as well. Cause I sent her a message that said, Hey, my daughter loves you. Um, we're Ooh, looking to, to get one nice. of those. I said, we're looking to get one of those, uh, Halter files cards that are autographed. Like how much would that cost us? And she said, look, just make a donation to my charity, do it via PayPal and I'll send you a card for you and her. And I was like, well, how much do you need? She said, whatever you want to donate. So I donated 20 bucks and she sent me two cards. That's what a human being should do. That, God bless her. And honestly, Heather, and, and, I, from and her, I do believe, and she's and amazing. I do believe that, yeah, I do believe her charity was something um, along the lines of, um, I, I know it has something to do with a children's hospital. So that obviously, I'm automatically going to be like, yeah, I'll donate to a children's hospital. But it wasn't like the uh-huh. cancer research hospital. It was something kind of out there. So I've never heard of it, but I researched it obviously because you never know who you're contacting on the internet. So yeah. I researched it and made sure that the I researched it and made sure the charity was legit. It was a legit charity. So I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah, for for a child, I'll gladly donate. Man, you're one of the good ones too in this field. You like to have fun. No one's perfect, but you're. In this for the right reasons. You're in this to help, to learn, to educate, and uh, and just to make you know to make turn a couple of heads on the side, man. Um, oh, your daughter, your daughter says she'd actually like to see Stephen King's house. Uh, you ever been? Have I asked you before? I probably did, but I forget. Have you been to Maine? Have you been to Bangor or just Maine in general? I, I have not. I have not been to Bangor. As a matter of fact, I have been to every state in the continental United States besides Alaska and Hawaii because obviously they're not connected. But um, yeah. I have been to every state in the United States, but I have wow. never been to Bangor, nor have I been to Stephen King's house. However, I would love to see Stephen King's house. Oh, you know me, and you've been following me. I get, I can bring you to all. I've been almost. Oh, I've seen your pictures. Oh, Pet Cemetery site and fucking it, the it, the Pennywise manhole that inspired Pennywise, the it drain, and oh, dude, and I'd it, love it to bring you out. Because we have a blast. It was kind of funny because a lot of people thought that um, Pennywise was based out of Derry, Maine, or not not Derry, Maine, but uh, Derry, New Hampshire, but it's not. I think, is that where he got the, because he says it's Bangor, Maine, but he named it Derry, Maine, which there is no Derry, Maine, but there is a Derry, right. D-E-R-R-Y, New Hampshire, and it's almost close there is not really, but geographically, and I wonder if he bases it off that, but he called it Bangor. He didn't so, want people in Bangor so, to take offense. So, <laughs> Derry, New Hampshire is about uh, 15 miles from Salem, New Hampshire, which contains America's Stonehenge. Yes. And if you go to Derry, New Hampshire, you can find the Robert Frost Farmstead, which is also said to be haunted. And yes. if, you, if you actually go and hike back in the woods about a quarter mile behind the Robert Frost Farmstead, you will find what is known as the Payphone Graveyard. When yep. the state of New Hampshire decommissioned all of their payphones, they pulled them out of the ground and stuck them in the forest behind the Robert Frost farmstead for some reason. God almighty. I fucking have a man crush on this guy. He is one of the guys that when people have useless bullshit information about fucking shit, Elwell pulls out stuff like this that no one knows and people should know. I mean, people do they know really it's should. Obviously, not a lot of people. Good for you. You're the man. I, I knew that. I love Robert Frost. Even um, um, Uncle Sam, the original Uncle Sam's house homestead is in Melford, Melford New Hampshire. Or uh, yes. Medford, New Hampshire, or something it's called, I think. Uh, Milford. Milford, Milford. Yes, I was close. Man, and oh, man. So the, cool, the cool thing about the payphone graveyard is it said if you go back there at night, which for the record, you could get arrested. There, There is a no being back there after night. 
But once night falls, <laughs> yeah, so I would avoid it at all costs because I've never been arrested for trespassing in my 16 years of paranormal, and I don't plan on it now. Wow. But if you go back there after night, that you can hear the phone ringing. Oh, wow. Oh, that just gave me fucking gooseies, man. I got goose by my hair and my fucking right arm standing up. Is that I've never heard that one. Why, pray tell? Do you, is there someone that suicide, a ritual? Do you know why? The land? Um, you think? Spoiled? Unfortunately, unfortunately, I've never been, never been able to find an answer. But I want you to think about it from the perspective of, say, a mirror. Okay? A mirror can contain energy. How many emotions do you think a mirror in a house sees on a daily basis? Wow. Probably someone all of them, that lost right? a family member, someone that lost a job, someone that got accepted to college, happy, sad, right. so all that over the mirror and they back, look at themselves. Back in the <laughs> 60s and 70s when they had pay phones, how many emotions do you think were relayed through that phone? Oh, your wife's having a baby. Oh, your daughter's been in an accident. Oh, whatever. Exactly. Holy so shit, I, Nate. I, I kind of look at the payphones as like a mirror in perspective because back then, you know, you didn't have a cell phone or if you did, they costed you like six grand, which no one could afford it back then. So <laughs> the same emotions that you would imprint on a mirror can be imprinted on that device because you're getting these, you know, horrific or very joyful phone calls. You're imprinting your energy and emotions into that device. If you think about it, this dude is right. We're talking Nathaniel Elwell, uh, Nate Elwell, E-L-W-E-L-L, -E -L -L, Nathaniel Elwell. And he's right because you think about it, from 1940 till about 1999, probably, you were driving around in your car after high school smoking a joint in 96, fucking looking for, with two quarters looking to call your girlfriend or whoever to get some weed or whatever. Believe it or not. No, no, believe it, it or it. not. That was it. phone was it. Believe it or not, they actually did have cell phones, and I want to say it was uh, 1991. Maybe oh, yeah, but like you say, rich kids that. had them. They had the big, but big they one. They were rich kids, and they looked, like a, they looked like a fucking suitcase. Like, <laughs> excuse my language, but you literally, you had a suitcase with a phone in it. Basically. Yeah, so basically. I, I and then, question, yeah. I see a question in the chat that uh, Bill Bartley asked. He said, uh, how can the phone ring if it's not plugged in? Um, so exactly what I just explained it, it is what's called a phantom effect. So you have a phantom ringing from a phone that has received so much energy throughout its usage during the years that the phone is ringing, expecting someone to answer, but the phone's not actually ringing. What you're hearing is the phantom imprint of the phone ringing, if that makes sense. Yeah, almost residual in a way, I guess, kind of like exactly. To me. Like in Poltergeist, I know it's a movie, but when the TV turns on, people have had TVs turned on. Not only the remote's not had batteries, but the goddamn things aren't plugged in. When things are electric, right. things can turn on, kind of like Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. Things, microwaves turn on, lights turn on. Anything that can have electricity, a spirit can turn on. Um, Nate, let's let's plug some shit, buddy, because people always seem to turn off. Some people tune in, and I want to plug it a couple times. Where can people see some of your great, great work on TikTok and YouTube? What are the handles? So on TikTok, uh, you can find me at, at Static Voices. And a lot of people are like, that's a weird name. But in my field, we listen to voice recorders, which contain EVP. And the EVP are voices through the static. So it actually kind of makes sense. But my handle on TikTok is Static Voices. My handle on Twitter is Paranormal Nate. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Nate Elwell. I mean, 
My YouTube, um, I don't remember what my YouTube handle is because I haven't created one yet. I know you can I create a new name. one. Wasn't it just yeah, your name, it, I think? It should just, Elwell, I think? Yeah, it should just be my name, Nathan Elwell. That's what I thought. I think it was just your name, yeah. Look, I promise you this. If you Google me, I show up. <laughs> kind of shocking. Uh, uh, <laughs> I do. I fucking no. You know what? You're one of you're 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 a man. I tell you, I I, I don't. I say this a lot to people, but not. Really. I'm all over the place. But you really are. But at the same time, you're you're pretty grounded too, though. You know what I mean? You're a good family man. You're 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 doing good stuff. You're pretty. You know. I don't know, man. You know, you're it, well all rounded, and I. I got a picture of you guys in chat there in front of Disney World. You and your boy. uh, Oh, yeah. That was my first time ever going to Disney, and I absolutely hated it. (laughs) Heather. (laughs) Yeah, you. I'm Heather Jameson. I love Heather shared your uh, Newport Paranormal Society link because King asked. Thank you, Heather. Yeah. And what is the the other group? I should know this. Your first uh, group that uh, you. Southeastern, Southeastern Ghost Research Association. So they operate out of Alabama. However, I want to be, you know, very clear about this. If if you're in Alabama and you're experiencing a haunting and you contact that team, they're going to refer you to me. They do not actively investigate. It's like a paranormal help desk, if you will. So I didn't have anyone down there that I could leave in charge of the team when I left, but I didn't want to dissolve the team. Because, well, let's face it, it was my baby. So when I left, I basically made it a paranormal help desk. So if anyone messages that group, I get the message, and I can refer them to a team in the area that I find credible. As far as credible, I mean to my standards of how I do things that I can refer them to for help. Yeah. That's valid. I mean, yeah, that's valid. That's that's what's what the field is about. Well, a uh, king king was referring to the chasing paranormal. He doesn't work with chasing paranormal anymore. They're kind of not, they're kind of at a standstill right now. One of them got married, another one gave birth, so they're kind of doing their own thing. Nate's kind of broken free from that king. He does his own thing, right. which he's more than capable of. He's really knowledgeable. Let's talk about your bread and butter, though. Let's talk about your YouTube channel, man. Uh, debunking and figuring out apps and ghost hunting gear and, and stuff. So by bread and butter, if you mean it makes me money, it doesn't. I have never gotten paid from YouTube. Um, not that I have a complaint about that. Don't get me wrong. You get a lot I don't of followers, though, man. You keep getting milestones. Yeah, but you believe it or not, on YouTube, you have to have some like 10K followers. And I'm not even close to that. I'm not even close no to shit. that on TikTok. Jesus. Like, I've got under 3,000 followers on TikTok. And I've had people comment on my videos. So many times, I don't understand how you don't have a million followers. I don't understand. You know what? It is demographics. It is what it is. People want what people want. What people want is fake crap that they think is paranormal. They don't want someone to hear the real truth. They don't want someone that's going to blatantly tell you this is not real. Yeah. They want to be entertained. They don't want to hear the dry, factual and that's okay with me. I mean, to each their own. I'm going to still make my content the way that I make it because I'm not in this to make money. That's why we mold, man. That's why I dig you. And that's why I don't mind sharing info. That's why I want you to bring me to one of your favorite spots, the haunted jail slash margaritas in Manchester. Dude, I'll tell you what. When you and Heather come down, make it a two-day trip. 
we can smoke some meat one day, and I'll take you to the haunted margaritas the next. Oh. My treat. And you know, like you say, the mill. I mean, there's got to be shit within, within, I mean, God. There's stuff all over your area. I mean, New Hampshire and Massachusetts and Maine, New England itself, as you know, from Oceanborn Marys to the American Stonehenge to the <laughs> to hell with Ocean To hell with Oceanborn Mary House. That ah, I had to bring it up. <laughs> you had to. You got it there that once. Place, you got it there finally, didn't you? <laughs> oh, that place tortured me. But there is the Newport Opera House, which is literally a three-minute walk from my house. Um. So there is a Newport Opera House. There's also the Newport Library, which I am working on getting an investigation into. They're claiming that they have poltergeist activity on the second and third floors. Whoa. So I'm working on that case right now on top of consulting for a friend of mine out of Black River Paranormal out of Vermont. Um, We're working on a few cases there, so I'm doing some consulting there. So, I mean, I'm kind of like all over the place at the moment. Well, between that and finishing off your, your, your book, because you are an author now, I mean, and now you got a, you know, you got a, your, your family, holy shit, dude. You're a busy cat right so, here before Christmas and the holidays. Right. So, so to kind of not, not correct you, but just kind of, I, I guess you could say, um, bring you up to date. No, I don't want to care it, buddy, but thank you. But, um, <laughs> so the book, the book itself is done. Um, oh, um, nice. I got some. I got some people overlooking the editing. You know, I sent you a copy of it, and uh, I, you're one of the three people I sent a copy to, by the way, because I don't trust anybody. I don't want anyone to steal my work because I think that it's a unique aspect on the paranormal. Smart. And smart. smart. So I've been trying to be very leery as to who I send it to. The only other person that I sent it to was Connor Biddle who is an author himself and he's a good friend of mine. We, we've been talking back and forth. He's been giving me some tips as far as uh, what I should change editing wise, because I need someone to proofread it other than myself. Because when I proofread it myself, I'm going to be like, man, this stuff is great. And then someone else is going to read it and be like, this is crap. Yeah, I doubt it. I, re- I read it because you sent me a lot of it through my emails and uh, it's fantastic. Um, I can't wait to read the hard copy, obviously, but I mean, no, I, I think it's, but it's, Adam, it's smart. Hard, I mean, it's smart, though. When the hard copy comes out, I promise you this, you will get an autographed copy free of charge in the mail. Oh, uh, you know, I love you. You I know, am, I was going to ask for an autograph. I love my stuff signed. I am looking forward to having this book come out because I think that it's going to open people's eyes as far as when it comes to paranormal applications, because a lot of people don't trust them. It's, it's not the app you use, it's how you use it. Yeah. 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 And, and the mind you have in, in back of it. Like, you're a thinking man's man. You're constantly going. You're constantly thinking. You're not just going, okay. You're thinking, well, why is that? Why is this? Like, you go nonstop. I see. I listen to your videos. I watch you go. I see your head, your, your gears turning. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? And that's the great thing about getting this new laptop is now people are actually going to be able to watch me while I test the applications because I've been accused of faking things that I've caught on these tests. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Well, well, well Adam, let's face it. You know, when you do any form of, uh, I guess you could say, social media videos, there's going to be those people that are just going to try and ruin everything. They're trolls. They're going to do it. Yeah. Now, 
I can download the apps to my computer and I can test the apps while filming myself so they can see, hey, I'm not faking anything. Oh, good man. Cover your tracks, cover your ass. That's, I know. It's all about it's credibility. Not, but I know. You shouldn't have to, and who you really need to prove it to, but at the same time, that's why I, I post. Prove it to... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, that's why I post so much shit in my comments. I post Wikipedia stuff and my pictures. Yeah. I'll post in the comments. So when people don't go, well, how do you know it really is from 1850? How do you know it's really? So I post the Wikipedia thing. So no one asks me fucking dumb questions anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Well, has it already been 30 minutes? Um, yes. Oh, your daughter wants you to bring her to the jail. She says uh, she's been wanting to check it out. So she, you're going to bring Danny to jail. So it looks like uh, King says you know, congratulations you know, on the book and all the work, too. Guys, hit me some you, questions. Thank up for you. Nathaniel. And, uh, and King, King, for letting me come on your, you know, your little uh, podcast, you know, multiple times. I've been on uh, Nicole Gaspar's podcast. I've been on yours twice now. Uh, when the book does come out and get the hard copy, I will message you. You get a free autographed copy as well. And that's when that comes out. I want to vodcast with you or buy that. Hopefully if we can't get on TikTok and on your show, which we're going to talk about in a second, I know it is kind of flying by here. We got a lot more to talk about. Um, oh, we do. But I, I definitely want to have the vodcast and have you on that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, Danny, I'm going to ask yes, you. Yes. It, so since Danny's listening, yes, you can come up here and me and Adam are going to go to the jail, but you're going to be grounded that day. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> we'll have to do something with her though. We'll bring her to do something with her either fucking Lizzie Borden or Salem or uh what's that one you always go to? The Medford Asylum in Mass? Uh, Med the... Medfield State Asylum. So Danny has yes. actually been with me there twice, I do believe. Um so, the, uh... so Medfield State is an absolutely amazing location. It's uh 32 buildings that are still standing, originally 48 buildings. Um, I have a, I have a binder upstairs that is a almost five and a half inch binder that is full of nothing but research. I have all of the state records from Medfield State Asylum from 1902 until 1926 printed out and in that binder along with all of my research because you have to understand the history of a location before you can understand the haunting. Oh my God. He's right guys. And that, that is what a lot of people in this field miss. And it's no discredit or no disrespect to anybody else in this field. What they see is, Oh, something's going on here. There's a ghost. Yeah. But what the hell is causing it? Find right. the history. Do Thank your research. You. Thank you. When the spirit box says Samuel, I want to be the guy that goes, oh, Write it down. Samuel Thomas from 1850, who was a bread maker that worked here or whatever. You know what I mean? I do. And Danny, I will not do an audio book of my book because I have a list. But I'll, I'll, I will enlist Samuel Jackson to do it. Oh, hey, well, they, actually, people love that. First well, of all, I buy it no matter what. So, <laughs> um, was there tons but yeah, so, of so, like when views? So when we went to Medfield State Asylum, uh, I'm going to plug an application real quick, which I never do. Um, yeah. So we went to Medfield State Asylum, and we used an app called the Ghost Hunting App, Ghost Hunting Tools, Ghost Hunting Tools application, okay? Very simple, Ghost Hunting Tools. You can't get that wrong. And we got, I think it was 14 names that came through the application. 
that I was able to physically trace through historical documentation that I have in my research folder to people that either died or worked in the facility. Wow. So yeah, you, you can't got argue like with whole, that. You got like a historical uh, society's worth of shit for this place, basically. I do. I absolutely do. And uh, the caretaker of the place, John, he has noticed, and actually John invited me to go and tour the church, the morgue, and the hydrotherapy unit. Which, for the record, no paranormal team has ever been inside of Medfield State Asylum. Is that a fact? That is a fact. Really? No paranormal team has ever been in there because they had issues with people breaking in and vandalizing. So John, the caretaker, has been watching my YouTube video. He actually watched every YouTube video that I did on this. And he actually came in and told me, hey, I like what you did here, but your history is a little incorrect. Here's what happened. I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. He's like, did you know that when you got this response that said this, this happened right by that location? Like this guy's been the caretaker for almost 46 years. So he, he knows his stuff. And uh, he was like, well, we can schedule it up. He's like, I'll gladly let you tour the church. I'll take you upstairs where no one is allowed. I'll take you down to the morgue. And maybe we can go and see the hydrotherapy unit. He's like, I don't know if the state will allow it, but perhaps we can let you be here overnight. What? And no other team has ever been allowed in Medfield State. So for the caretaker of the ground to notice what I'm doing, that says I'm doing good work. Oh, my God. I'd love to do a live and, podcast. And Adam, <laughs> and Adam, if I get in to that place overnight, zero doubt, you're invited. Oh, my God. You've actually said that before off camera. He's not just saying that uh, off the show. But, yeah, um, I remember you were saying this not too long ago, and that's always stuck with me because so much has gone on there. And that means a lot to me that you haven't forgot about me and that you stick to your word. No, and absolutely not. You're, you're absolutely invited as soon as it happens. My, my main thing is I want to go to the hydrotherapy unit. There was a guy named William who one of the attendees put him in a hydrotherapy bath, and it was a hot hydrotherapy bath. And oh. so there was an issue down the hall. This attendee went to check on the issue down the hall and forgot that William was in the bath. William actually boiled to death. Like when they went to, I actually talked. So funny story about this was, so I'm telling you that William boiled to death. When I went to Medfield State a month and a half ago, I met someone who worked at Medfield State for 31 years Whoa. and actually worked that scene and we actually talked about it like elderly gentleman very nice guy cannot for the life of me remember his name and we met and he was like so how we met was we came out we were outside of the church and we went inside and he's like it's exactly how i remember it i was like what do you mean exactly how you remember it he said i used to work here and i said no shit he said no really i used to work here so i asked him specifically about william sparrow and he said, yep, I remember that. As a matter of fact, I was working that case. He said that they could not pick up the body. They had to take a sheet and wrap it underneath him to pick him up because everything boiled off. Oh, my God. Shit. 
That's something that's left out of the public record. All they said was he was left in hydrotherapy and died. He said, no, they say he was in there for an hour. He said, but no way. His skin and muscles were not falling off over an hour at 200 degree temperature. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It reminds me of a fucking boiled Thanksgiving dinner or like one of those boiled turkeys. You just yeah, y'all don't eat your turkeys. Oh, my good Lord. You know what's And I'm not trying to laugh at this poor soul, but these no, asylums, these penitentiaries, these, these, these sanatoriums, they really fucking torture. If it wasn't ice, I've never really heard of the hot boiling one. I've heard of ice therapy. So, so no the, hot hydro, the hot hydrotherapy. So the way it worked was they would put you in a bath that ranged from 125 degrees to 215 degrees. So the higher the temperature, the less time they would leave you in the bath. It was, it was considered a shock bath, basically. Oh, hang on one second. I got to get up. So it was basically considered a, a shock bath. And so whenever they did that, it was very quickly. You were not to be left in the bath for more than 20 minutes at a time if it was a hot bath. So keep in mind, he was in there for what the nurse attendee said an hour and a half in a hot bath where you're not allowed more than 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That man was tortured to death worse than a prisoner. Yeah, and, and, and that, that's just horrid to me. Like, I have zero doubt that the hydrotherapy unit is haunted. And, you know, there's a, been a lot of famous movies filmed at Medfield State. You have The Chapel, which was uh, featured in Shutter Island, and 65% yep. of Shutter Island was filmed at The Chapel. That's um, correct. You have, the new, yep. you have The New Mutants. The New Mutants was filmed in the hydrotherapy unit of Medfield State. And the, they experienced camera malfunctions, battery drain, uh, people getting injured. That movie was delayed so many times due to injuries, camera delays, you name it. And that was filmed there. There was another movie uh, that, uh, God, her name is Shannon. I cannot remember her last name. There was another movie called The Box. It was a horror thriller movie that was filmed there. And that movie was delayed for several years. Oh, The Box. I've seen that. That was filmed there. No shit. That was filmed at Medfield State. Yes. Right. And so, I mean, you. And Hubie Halloween, too, with Adam Sandler. When the guy's walking out yes. of the sanatorium in the beginning, that's Medfield yes. State, yeah. That was Medfield State, absolutely. Yep. Sorry, I got a little loud wow. there. You got me excited because you knew that. I didn't. Oh, I love my Hubie. I didn't know so much about this historic... Um, and, of course, I went to Danver, Danver State Hospital, which I think you've not gone to. Or no, oh, I've not been to yet. Oh, the, the, the backdrop, the inspiration for Arkham Asylum and Batman and by H.P. Lovecraft. I know, and I'm a huge... I'm a, I'm a Batman addict. Well, listen, there's a cemetery there so for the patient. That Kevin, I was so upset that Kevin Conroy died today. That oh. oh, I saw that. That's a fucking... Boy, you're really on a roll on this people that have died this year thing. You must be up to about 180? Oh, at least. At least. Holy at shit, it's hard to keep up. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, like... Whenever you come down, you know what? Medfield State is literally only like an hour and a half drive for me. I'm pretty sure we could squeeze oh, in Medfield wow. State. We could squeeze in the Haunted Concord Margaritas. Um, we could definitely do the Old Mill. That's not far down the road. And we could oh. most definitely maybe squeeze in America Stonehenge. 
That's dope. And you know I pay you back. Heather's more Old Orchard Beach area, so we can do the Portland York stuff. There's a there's a witch in York. But if you come up my way, that's a Stephen King way. So this stuff we can do next spring for my area, or even this fall or winter, um, early spring, whatever for Heather's area. So we'll definitely repay the favor. We're New England. Yeah, boys. we we can make we, we can make like a out. little we can make like a little mini road trip out of it. I mean, we can go and see a paranormal world then- tour, brother. Yes, leave Salem, and then we can go and see America Stonehenge, America Stonehenge to Robert Frost Farmstead, Robert Frost Farmstead, back home. Let's fucking rent the bus, and let's get a bunch of people that all go half on gas and food and weed and whatever, and let's do a fucking hotel four-day road trip, and I'm sure we can reach out there, and people would love to join. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Um... So we got 20 minutes left. Everybody in chat's kind of having fun. I appreciate you all. Heather Witch and Caminiti, my girl, um, she's sharing a lot of your links, and I'm sharing a lot of your pictures. Um, your daughter's having fun in chat. Danny, of course, the king. Yeah, I'm trying uh, to get you keyboard. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Nathaniel's birthday was the other day, and he got a brand new lappy top. And us fucking old white boys from Maine, New England area, we don't know exactly how to use these newfangled oh, electronics oh, that no, well. No, no, don't. Don't get me wrong. I'm um I'm very electronically <laughs> inept, like uh, or adept. I, I can use electronics. Just I'm so used to my keyboard at work now. With like I said, you know, it, it's got a split keyboard, so it's like ergonomically correct. So using oh. one of these keyboards that is not ergonomically correct throws me off because I'm used to my home keys, your ASD, yeah, F, yeah, and your yeah. JF, and it's just throwing me off because the home keys are not what they're supposed to be. <laughs> that's all right it takes some getting used to but by next week i'll have it down pack it's only a second day oh, with absolutely it absolutely um so for those of you listening i mean i know nate very well i feel like i'm talking to a friend i forgot we got a crowd we got a lot of people that are listening but aren't really in chat like nicole Gaspard. oh it's lena vegas coming out i'm watching wrestling in the background nice she so, her so, hair. So you this. watch wrestling at all you like you watch wwe you know, I, know I watched I watched the old school stuff. Like uh, I actually saw WrestleMania. I want to say it was three or four at Caesar's Palace. Oh shit! Old school. I was actually um, there live. Yes. No way. Are you serious? I was back when I lived in Vegas. I was there live. And, Sorry uh, for yelling, I, but I don't know anybody that's ever been to a WrestleMania live. That's my bucket list. I'm a diehard. And that's wow. That's where Roddy Piper boxed Mr. T. Or no, I can't yes. remember. Yes. Okay. I pity the fool. Uh, so I I remember it, and it was it was amazing. Um, I have not been to a wrestling event since probably 2007. But um, I do not watch the mainstream stuff that they have now because to me it's just so watered down. I mean, I keep track on it. You know, you got Roman Reigns, who's quote-unquote the head of the table, but of course they're going to push him because he's the main event. But, you know what, I like it, but it's, it's just, it's become watered down to me. It's not what it used to be. I was just going to say, it's really not, like, back in the day, it was, like, even the Attitude Area was a non-miss, like, yes. I got a chicken, Stone Cold going to get it, drive him with the Zamboni this week, or what, like? Or back in the day when you had, like, this is how old I am, back in the day when you had Demolition, you know, and Crush, and the, and the oh, Legion of Doom. My favorite tag team of all time. They wore those black masks. Who, who, Legion of Doom? Oh, oh, no, Demolition with the black mask with the fucking oh. spikes all over it. And Legion of Doom with the shoulder pads there. Uh, Mr. Mr. Big, of, Doom. of course, you're a big Cincinnati Bengals fan. You love your football. 
I loved Legion of Doom. Like, they were absolutely Hawk and Animal, bar none. And when they were tried to replace uh, Hawk with Hein Heinrich or something, Heidenreich or something, yeah, like that, that, that was absolutely freaking horrible. Should but uh, I, yeah, I've not watched much wrestling lately, only because I, I just can't get into the new storyline. Some of it's overplayed. There's a lot of good talent, but. Um... Some of it's overplayed. I think a lot of it just binds me back to my childhood. But yeah, for sure, I'll go back and watch Papa Shango and Big Boss Man and fucking oh, Papa Shango. Dude, Papa Shango just so, get a fuck. I mean, we came out with that skull that was smoking, and he made the other yeah. warrior's head bleed, and he would just no 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 chicken bones. So, so my shit. favorite, my wow, favorite wrestler of all time, my favorite wrestler of all time was the Ultimate Warrior. I actually had an Ultimate uh, Warrior wrestling, uh, a wrestling buddy back when I was younger. The Pillow Boys, and, uh, yes, shaped like little men. I love them. Yes, yes, I loved them. And uh, Ultimate Warrior, there was multiple times my mother had to paint my face to look like the Ultimate Warrior just for me to walk around the house because I, I fucking love warrior. you, you man. Oh, Nate Elwell's a. <laughs> and, and you know, I, like I said, you know, I don't watch it now. Like I haven't watched wrestling since the Attitude Era. Like since uh, Stone Cold left due to injuries and The Rock left due to acting because well he i kind of feel like he loves his fans but he's more about the money than wrestling in my opinion yeah. but that's just my opinion if dwayne johnson hears this then f you we don't care um, oh burn it's just i feel like he's more about the money than the fans because people who have stuck through it like yeah. rick flair he's been doing it for god how many years yeah he's never yeah, went to acting mark calloway taker Yes, yeah. Mark Calloway. Absolutely. And I love The Undertaker. But I would yeah, prefer buddy. Kane to I, I prefer Kane to The Undertaker. I'm not gonna lie. Wow, that's a first. Um, oh hey, real quick, Nate. Like I mentioned earlier, you're a diehard Cincinnati Bengals fan. Go cats. Uh Kane mentioned that that wrestler Brian Pillman played for the Bengals. I did not know that. He did. He did. I did uh, not know that. Brian... I knew Brian Pillman. He's passed away now, unfortunately, very yes. young. But where did he play defense? Very young. Um, I honestly don't remember. I, I do know that Brian Pillman or flying Brian Pillman, whatever you would like to call him. Uh, Brian Pillman did play yes. for Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I don't I know if it was, that. I don't know if it was two or three seasons, but he played, he played for them. And then he went to wrestling because he wrestled in high school. So that was kind of like what he felt was his true calling. Just like The Rock, you know, The Rock played for Miami, Florida football. And then he ended up going to wrestling because he felt wrestling was his true calling. So, you know, you have that. But yes, Brian Pillman did indeed play for Cincinnati Bengals. I did not know that. Uh, your daughter, Danny, says that she just watches the invisible John Cena because you can't see him. That's funny. Um, King says really? The Rock makes... Really? <laughs> Like uh, she's got jokes. She's she's definitely your kin. Uh, King says The Rock makes ten more than he did in wrestling. That's probably true, but it's not as humble. Um, no, well, let's and, get away from the that. thing. Go ahead. Let's just get away. From well, no, that I was gonna say I, I just about the paranormal. Yes, because we got fifteen minutes left, and I don't want to make this a fucking dummy type I, show. I do no. enjoy wrestling, but I don't want to talk wrestling. No, that was a side moment, just because I saw it on TV, and I I was I hey, it worked good. It worked out good. Um, no it worries. does work good. So let's talk about, give me two, one for the good old USA, I guess, I always be Hawaii or Alaska, but maybe not. Just give me any place in particular that's your bucket list in America, and one for the whole world. Give me one or two for each if you got them. 
Oh, I got you. So, but a place. Bucket list for America would absolutely be Ohio State Reformatory. And that's not even the haunting. That's just because I love the Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank was filmed there. I was just going to say Shawshank, the King's movie. Yes, good for you. So I would absolutely love to go to Ohio State Reformatory. Um, I've been to Area 51, so I can knock that off my bucket list. Oh. Um, yeah, you, know, you didn't know that, did you? But oh, uh, no, I didn't. You don't gloat too I, much. I have seen. I have actually seen the fence of Area 51, and when they say that armed guards will remove you, they absolutely will. Yes, it's like that little drawbridge. I've seen YouTube videos. You go out there, and then the trucks come up. The white trucks. The oh, guys they absolutely. That is a 100% fact. No but, shit. Um, oh yes, I actually uh, lived on Lake Mead which is not far from Area 51 for almost uh, seven months because we were homeless at the time. I didn't know we were homeless, but we were camping on Lake Mead, which is not far from Area 51. Wow. So, oh. so that happened. But uh, so Ohio State Reformatory and uh, yeah, if I had a second one, it would probably be where a place where you have actually been for sure, Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh my God! Um, not America's, but the world's first penitentiary. The world's first name of a penitentiary is in Philadelphia, and Al Capone stayed there. A oh, fantastic! I'd go back with you because when I went, it was Corona, and I had to wear my fucking mask. I would mask. love to go. To wear my mask. I would love <laughs> to go. So if oh, I had to choose, God. um, if I had to choose the world, you know, a lot yeah, of people are going to sit there. A lot of people are going to sit there and say, you know, Dracula's castle. You know, I love Blobby and Taylor. I love the history. For me, it would definitely be in Italy, Paveglia Island. The Vampire Island. It would definitely be Paveglia Island, only because of the simple fact of, think about this. You know, you're in Italy. The Black Plague is going on. Yes. You got people that are dying. and You have no idea why. And then in, they the transport, in the hundreds, in the thousands, thousands, yes, right? They like transport all of these people over to this island. Technically, it's two islands which are connected by an intersecting bridge. And the first island, they're burning all the bodies. On the second island, they decide to build a mental institution. Like why? That's that would same. be yeah. Hundreds died there. I believe it was like 2,200, right? No? Was it low thousands? Uh, in, in the realm. In the realm. Uh, no one really knows how many. But in the world, Paveglia lot. Island would be my... If I ever got the chance to go, I'd probably fucking regret it, but I'm going to go. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm, not talk, I'm not talking about the Zach Bagan getting possessed during season two of Ghosts. Adventures, or season one, whatever it was, where they went to, they went to Bavaglia and he got possessed. He gets possessed every episode, guys. Stop believing it. Thank you, thank you. Preach. He is straight up one hundred percent. I have heard a douche, and he does not produce one hundred percent honestly authentic content. You guys are watching and paying this man's paycheck for content that is not real. And half of you want to be opinion. him. And half of you want to be yeah, in dress like you wear the and skull shirts and the necklaces and put the axe spray on. I'm like, no, dude. Half of them do, and the ones that do, 
they don't understand the paranormal. And no disrespect no. to anybody in chat. But if you no. want to be like Zach Bagans, you do not belong in the field. No interest in that. No interest. I wouldn't even interview him. I had no. I don't know what to say to him. I did. I'm just. I'm good, man. I'm glad you differ yourself from that kind too, because when it comes down to it, you're about. I feel like you're about helping people, helping yourself, and just knowledge, right? And that's what it should be about. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. And uh, I want to respond to King. I just saw something in chat. In chat that says Dracula was his last name. So Dracula was not his last name. His last name was, his actual name is Vlad Tepes. He is, yep. he is not Dracula. Um, Dracula was the name given to his, uh, I guess you could say, um, lineage. But his actual name was Vlad Tepes. Doesn't Dracula mean son of Dragon or son of Drake or something like that? Son of Dragon. Dragon, that's what it is. Son of Dragon. I actually have upstairs, I have a vial of soil in a necklace from Dracula's castle. That's wild. He didn't impale people. He put spikes right up their asshole, right up their poop shoot, came right, right up out their, their asshole mouth. to the top of their head. Yes, sir, he did. And they stuck him up there. Oh, yeah, watch Drunken History. It's pretty funny with the way they do it. But they talk about how his brother came in and is like, you know what? I ain't fucking. They saw like what? Like, I think four th or, uh, 400, 800 people, soldiers with spikes <laughs> hold on. their asshole. Hold on. I just want to point out that Danny said, no, no, it's Vlad Tepes. And then I corrected her. She said, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, your kid's a spitfire, ain't she? That's fucking great. She's she tells you to take your. She says to take your brother to the clown motel. Where is that? New Mexico, nope, she, I think. She, right? she she is a prodigy. My hope for her is that I can teach her enough about the paranormal that she can extend the field after I'm gone. I like that. That's humble. That's modest, right? When when I die, she can carry on the lineage and extend the field and make it better make people more aware of what's going on people, people spend so much time worrying about being famous and making money that they forget the research the history that is what makes a haunting what it is you have to research the history don't go in like a i'm not going to say that because it's offensive actually now that i think about it but just just don't go well, in haphazardly don't go in with the wrong reasons don't go in i mean as much as we promote youtube i do it too um i do that but when i'm when i'm doing the hard investigating if i'm doing someone's house the whole nine it's not cameras on there you respect the ghost you respect the people and you respect what you're doing sure if tiktok videos and selfies are great and i love documenting where i am but you, t I take cases, and I know you do too. I take research very, very seriously. I go, I take going to places with protection. I talk to spirits when I'm alone in cemeteries and otherwise. So that's the difference, I think, too, is that we have a little bit more respect and pride in what we do. I think. Not that other no, absolutely. And I, and I can I mean? tell you this. I can tell you this. If I'm researching a case and I cannot find anything else out about it, you would be the person that I would contact because you know the history in this area. I don't. Oh, you're the man. I'm still learning every day. I just went to Moultonboro uh, to look for the the guy, Claude Rains, the guy that played the Invisible Man in the 1930s movie monster classic. He also played no a castle. He's buried up here? I saw his grave, Moultonboro Mass, shaped like a bullet. I got the video on my YouTube channel. It's on my page. And I got the selfie I on there with all the info. Yeah, I just posted it yesterday. So I went to Moultonboro. I'm wearing the shirt right now. I went to the 1781 Moultonboro Country Store. 
It was originally a tavern, a inn, a post office, and now it's a country store, dude. I bought penny candle and I bought a dill pickle in a wooden barrel with a pair of tongs, dude, for like a buck. I mean, it's literally a country yeah, store. Hey, hang on. Did you, did, you, did you say a pair? Did you say a pair of tongs or a pair of thongs? No, no. Uh, I, I, have, I have like a pair of tongs. I took a dill pickle out of this wooden okay, barrel. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I was like, why did you buy a pair of thongs, Adam? Oh, uh, man, I'm drinking this coffee brandy. I usually don't drink coffee brandy, but I bought it out of this lighthouse thing. So it's like a commemorative thing, and I'm got a buzz. I've smoked a couple Jameson. joints. So starting to slur a little hey, bit. It happens. Night, it right? happens. So, so my two brandy. propositions, my two, my two propositions, what, buddy? How many I Yes, buddy. Yes, you're, you're five. Five more minutes, and brother. We, we can hang in, buddy. We love you, five buddy. Five more minutes. Five more minutes, okay? Just hang in. You're doing great. In, in another 10 years, I'll be talking to you on here. 10, 15 years, you'll be my guest, yep. pal. You absolutely will. In another uh, three years, Danny will be his guest. And I'll get Danny in a couple of years. I'll already do a vodcast with you guys together or something like that. That'd be fun. Kick off the gig, the, uh, right, the, the gate, whatever the fuck, you know? So, yeah. I don't so I was going to ask show. you this, too, for... For our listeners and stuff, how does your family react to this? Have, is this a family thing? Did you learn this from your parents, or no. was this something you kind of taught yourself? No. So I had an experience that pushed me into it, and I'm just going to break down to the straight, straight honest truth. I'm not going to put in all the backstory of other things. If anyone wants to see the backstory, they can go and check out my YouTube. That's not a YouTube plug. It's just, honestly, we don't have time considering the time we have left. We can go five so, or ten over. This is the only show on Fridays. King gives me a good ten minutes. I'm not supposed to say that, but I can go five, ten over. That? Yeah, if don't be modest, that, brother. Then I'm, then I'm good with it. Plug so, it, plug so, it, please plug it. So basically, um, we had a dog named Stormy, and Stormy died. She was a pit bull. She used to sleep in my room, and there was a night that I kicked her out of my room because she got so old that she could no longer control her bowels, and she peed all over my bed. To be blunt. And so she did that the night before. The night after, I kicked her out of my room. My father woke me up, said the stormy had died during the night. And obviously, I felt horrible because, you know, she, she slept in my room. And, um, yeah, so after that, I would wake up feeling tugging on my blanket. And I knew Stormy wasn't in there, but I would react like it was Stormy. I would kick my foot back and say, Stormy, stop pulling on the blanket. Stop moving. And then one night I heard a voice say my name and that voice did not sound human. Now I'm OCD about having doors. Stormy don't talk. (laughs) Stormy don't talk, brother. And I'm OCD about having doors shut. Like if I leave a room, the door gets shut. And my my girlfriend hates it, but that's how I am. (laughs) And I woke up the one night that I kicked my foot back and I heard a voice say my name that did not sound human my closet door was wide open even though it had been latched latched shut when i went to sleep what and you know that's kind of when the experiences stopped at that point um fast forward five years i get married i'm with my ex-wife uh Teresa, danny's mom and i'm come home from work i got home at about uh 1:30 in the morning roughly I go to bed, I fall asleep. I have the worst bout of sleep paralysis that I've ever had. Um, Now, am I going to tell you guys that what I experienced here is a ghost? No, 
I'm not going to tell you that because let's let's face it, you have to analyze logical facts. Logical facts is this: when you wake up in a half sleep state, that you can experience hallucinations. So I don't know if I was half awake or if I really experienced what I what I what I thought I experienced. But I can tell you this: that I was asleep. And I, I woke up and I could not move. There was a pressure on my chest. I could not breathe. When I was finally able to shake it off, I looked at the foot of the bed and there was a black figure that did not walk. It floated into the hallway outside of my door. And when it dissipated, the light bulb in the hallway exploded. Wow. That wow. is what told me that it was not a dream because the light bulb in the hallway physically exploded. That's, uh, yeah, (laughs) that's... Could could I have chalked it up? Yep. (laughs) Danny just said, Mom told me you experienced that too. She was definitely, it was definitely not just you because she indeed did. She woke up because the light from the hallway was so bright when it exploded that she woke up. Wow. You tell me. You tell me. When multiple boards of witnesses, that's what happens. Um, so we have, George Cannon, we have a, thank you so much, George Cannon, for tuning in. Charles Fulton. Yes, uh, we George, got a couple of thank you very much. Um, we're going to have Nate back again. Every time we talk to Nate, dude, I could go another hour. We're going to hopefully be on his show soon. Let's talk about that real quick, too, Nate. Um, TikTok, you're going to have a show coming on there soon. Is there a name for that show yet? Uh, you know, I don't have a name. I'm not even sure if I'm going to name it. I, I just kind of think I'm going to roll with it. I've got some good guests coming up. I've got Bobby Gallo, who is a published author and um, uh, founder of the Gallo Family Paranormal Investigations. He's also been on some, a few TV shows. He's my first guest. Um, unfortunately, because we couldn't get you to 1,000 followers beforehand because I wanted you to be my first guest. That's pretty weak. But, I gotta admit, that's a pretty shitty stipulation. But I'm trying. You know what? I don't it is what it is. Yeah. Let me tell you, TikTok is hard to gather a following. Like I have had people tell me, I don't understand how you're not over a million followers. It, it, I feel like we discussed that earlier. But yeah, it, it is what it is. But I've got him coming on. Um, it's going to be a great, a great thing. And I'm trying my best to get you to that one K because honestly, you're the guest that I want on there because you're not going to bullshit me. Oh, you're the man. And you know, I wouldn't use you and I wouldn't consider it a, a stepping stone or nothing bullshit like that. You know, I consider that an honor to talk to you like it is now yeah. to have you on my show. I just, and it's just another reason for us to talk as far as I'm concerned for the world to hear what, because I, I don't mind talking to you like we do any, Anyway, but for the world to hear what we have to say, I think we're teaching people. I think people like you right. and me, we don't just bring content. I think we learn people. As I used to say in Lisbon, you just got learned. I feel like we learn people. We teach people um, that the ones that want to know a little bit about history, a little bit about the knowledge of instruments, and a little bit about and what to expect, and, right? And that's, and that's what I love about coming on this show, because like I said, so many people get the paranormal misconstrued. They think it's ghost acting out when ghosts want to act out you know what is that plausible yes but in order to understand the spirit that you're dealing with you have to research you have to do the history and that's what i love about what you do is because you know and you understand the history of the locations that you go to 
I appreciate that. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Going to the Richmond Dude. Vampire's grave and letting everybody know the year of the grave, why he's there, when I went, what Believe it's known me. for. It's a lot of if work. Any, <laughs> if anyone knows it's a lot of work, I know it's a lot of work. And you I greatly too. appreciate what you do. That's I appreciate why what you I am do. so happy every time you invite me. Hey, Nate, you want to come on my show? Absolutely. You never have to ask me. Just tell me, hey, Nate, you're on my show. You're scheduled for this day. Just be there. I mean, I mean, I, 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 you know, I appreciate that because, you, you know, I got your back. I really, I even reach out to you to get you as a co-host one of these times because I'm the vodcaster like that. I'm with someone. I can have room with up five people on the vodcast. So it'd be kind of cool to have a roundtable and throw you on there because I don't mind talking. I would absolutely um, love to be a co-host. Oh, you know so much shit. You're so much well-rounded. Um, we got a couple more minutes left. Let me touch on some shit real quick. If people do have a home case, they can reach you on Facebook, right, with Newport? Yep, on Newport Paranormal Society. Just send them a Facebook message. Um, it will get to me, and I will gladly assess your case. I will talk to you personally, for the record. It's not one of the other members down there talking to you. They send the messages to me, so I will talk to you personally. I will assess your case, and I will refer you to who I think can help. That's Newport, New Hampshire. I mean, I'm sure he would travel to Newport, Rhode Island, if he could, or whatever. Or no, whatever, no, 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 no. That that was you, the Southeastern Ghost Research Association. That's the other team, right? This one's based out of New Hampshire, New New England based, right. Maine, New Hampshire, basically so New Hampshire if based. If you're here in New, if you're here in New Hampshire, Newport Paranormal Society. You, it's easy to find on Facebook, or you can just message me at my normal thing, like Nathaniel Elwell. Um, I'm always willing to talk to someone about an experience. You know what? Experience is knowledge. He's not going to make fun of you. Uh, Nate's a believer. Absolutely to an extent. not. I mean, he'll do research, but you're willing to hear anybody out to an extent, and then you make your own opinion, but you're willing to hear anybody out. You're all over. You're on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. Um, Nathaniel Elwell on Facebook. Um, if people need to send you, I mean, obviously you're not going to accept just anybody, but as long as you're somewhat decent, you might give them a chance. Um, right. Books coming along very nicely. It's on hold right now for now. Uh, anything else I missed? Anything else as far as projects or no. anything else you're intertwined in? You know, buddy, you, you pretty much covered it. Um, the book will be out soon. As soon as I decide whether or not I want to go private or uh, public publishing. Um, there's, there's multiple avenues that create uh, issues there. So I've got to kind of weigh the pros and the cons. Um, but otherwise than that, you can find me at TikTok at Paranormal Mate or that's Twitter. God damn it. Sorry, didn't say that. Can people? No, that's fine. Can people find... I've had a few um, drinks. I'm sorry. No, I'm the same thing too. Can um, What can we expect? So here we go. Do you have anything planned in the immediate future as far as investigations, Paracon attending, anything crazy going on? Um, unfortunately, I have not been booked for any Paracons. I'm hoping that's going to come up soon. I have applied for a few. Um, I would love to go to a Paracon, like to be a guest speaker, because I feel like it would help me enhance my abilities to be able to speak on camera. I'm always nervous. Adam, me and you were discussing before the podcast. I'm freaking nervous. And I don't know why I'm nervous because I've done like 50 of these things. <laughs> I Mind shouldn't blowing. be nervous. 
you have a wall of achievements of shows you've been on. You're doing a YouTube channel, but I get it, brother. Some people get the jitterbug still. That's just who you are. Yeah, and, and you'll and, shake and, that. You and can I shouldn't that. be, I shouldn't be nervous because I know my stuff. And I know if you ask you me a question, I'm going to be able to answer it. I should not be nervous. You, you yeah, I, I, I agree. But I find that I know it sounds silly, but I find it cute and kind of humbling because that means that you you don't have a big head like, oh, another show. Hurry up so I can go like you don't act like your shit don't stink. And I appreciate that. Heather no, puts and that, I never will. Heather writes that her that me and her should start a con. Oh, boy, if I did, I know you'd come. Um, I'd love to admit Dude, if, if you if you guys start a con, I swear to God, I will be a guest speaker and I will hold a table. I'm get you on recording saying that. You have me on recording saying that. I, will, I swear to God, I will be a guest speaker for you guys. Not that anyone wants to hear me talk, but I, I will do. be a guest. <laughs> I will be a guest speaker for you guys, and I will gladly uh, make some merch, whatever, and I will get a table. You know, you could crash at my place for free. You could just you don't have to get a hotel or nothing, so or Heather's place on the couch or whatever. Um, and definitely bring Dude, Danny. I, Heather, I, I, kick I, out of your daughter. <laughs> I'll crash with you because just because just because of my own thing of being cheated on in the past, crashing with you would be make would make me feel more comfortable. Dude, you and me a night together, we would light the fucking town on fire, brother. We would fucking tackle every cemetery and within fifteen miles. The hell would it burn to the fucking ground? Oh my goodness gracious! Um, all right, Nathaniel Alwell, shit, it's been a blast, brother. Uh, I'm gonna reach out to you soon. I have you on my vodcast. We got to talk more, brother. Yeah, we'll get that. We'll get that. We'll get that scheduled. Um, next week I start my 8 p.m. uh podcast on TikTok. It's going to be a live. I guess you could say vodcast. Um, Bobby Gallo is the first guest. Tune in, um, everyone. So we got that going on. So that's going to be the issue with scheduling up for the vodcast. But we'll figure that out, man. We'll make it work. Everybody, stay tuned. Follow him on Facebook and on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all that good shit. Follow his paranormal page. Keep up with him. Next thing you know, he's someplace else. Danny Even says if, if you, you do, don't... if you, Danny, your daughter says if you show up at the Paracon and do a talking thing, she'll show up with tomatoes. <laughs> what a brat! Hell, they're, they're lucky if I show up with pants. Oh, I love this guy. One of the truest guys in the field. I hate the word the field too. It's such a fucking shitty term because you and me are beyond the field. I feel like we're a different spectacle. We are. Like, you know, we are, my friend. Um, a different class. Always a joy, Nathaniel Elwell. This will be up on Spotify tomorrow. On I absolutely right. tell love him, you tell guys. Him. I love you guys, Adam. I love you, Ross. You're amazing, and everyone who joined in, thank you so much for the support. I'm not. I'm not gonna plug my bios or anything because anyone who follows me already knows them. But guys, thank you so much for letting me Ross. come on the show. Ross, give this guy a radio show on Paranormal King Radio Network. He would feel a great thought. But anyway, um, Nathaniel Elwell, great talking to you for, um, from um, Newport Paranormal Society based in New Hampshire. Little uh, The little man's talking. Danny, of course. Everybody else in chat. Thank you guys yeah, so little much. Guys. We'll tomorrow on the YouTube channels. Um, and little Nathaniel guys, hit that spot. Hit the spot. Check him out. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. Check out his podcast on TikTok. And check him out on my podcast soon. And, uh, yeah. Um, have a great night, brother. Adam, have a great night, Adam, I love you, buddy. And I cannot wait to actually meet you in person. You as well. You're going to get a nice hug from me, brother. Um, take care, everyone. Historically Haunted Show. We'll see you next Friday, guys. Take care. Take care.
Hello, this is Adam Began, and I'm the host of Historically Haunted Show, where I talk about some very rare historical and haunted locations that I visited. I also interview some of the very best in the paranormal and cryptozoology field. So tune in every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Paranormal King Radio Network and prepare to be educated about the unknown.